Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. Being able to adjust to every game and figure out how you win. As I said, I thought tonight the offensive glass played a big part in it and we hit some timely, timely threes. But the one thing that's consistent through all that is the ability to defend. And I think our guys are doing a really good job of executing in a game plan. And they're also connected enough that they're making, you know, adjustments on their own in specific situations. I thought Royce and and Rudy in particular did an excellent job of that tonight. That's Quinn Snyder learning how to win different ways. And that was after the win in Indiana. Now they're back home to face the Boston Celtics. Jazz are going to be missing Mike Conley. Celtics are going to be without Marcus Smart. Plus, they lifted, listed Jalen Brown. It's questionable. He's day-to-day with uh, knee problems. Smart's out with a calf injury, and Conley's got the hamstring issue. So, depending on who plays, I guess you can uh, put this game uh, up as a big game or... Just another in a long march through the middle of the league, PK. Celtics are coming in 12-10 and 10 in this one. What do you mean by big game? Do you view the Celtics as a quality team? And then there's a question, well, I view them as a quality team if they have Jalen Brown. But if missing Brown and Smart, now they're just a middling team. And when they get their guys back, they'll be quality. I don't know how you're going to rank the Celtics. Uh, I mean, they're okay. With or without these guys, they're okay. Uh, I, I don't think they're anything big threat, even... Jalen Brown, I didn't realize he was Larry Bird here. So chalk it up. This ought to be five in a row then, which would be 16 out of 17. Be an awesome run. Well, I think when you're the, at the level the Jazz are playing, you're like the Lakers. Well, sure, you chalk it up if that's what you want to say. But the Lakers' last two games, they've needed overtime to win. They're better than these opponents, but on any given game, you never know. But uh, obviously, when I look at the rosters, I think the Jazz are better than the Celtics. And going forward, just about every game that they're going to play, I think the Jazz are going to be better. If you look at it that way, you got to go win the game. But if you're going to step back and look at it, I think they're better than just about every opponent that they're going to play this season. Jazz tip-off tonight at 8 o'clock. The game is on TNT. Our coverage right here on The Zone starts at 7 o'clock. Jake Hatch, Tim Lacombe with Jazz Game Night, the pregame show. at Jake Hatch, wow. Jake Scott, Tim Lacombe. I'm getting a call-up to the big leagues. Let's (laughs) go. 7 o'clock. You really would be. I mean, you're already here a lot. That would really put – you just get a cotton move in at that point. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Washington to ball, right side, catch and shoot three is good. LaMelo ball, seven threes, a Hornets rookie record tying triple. Porzingis against Reed with five to shoot. Puts it on the floor, got by him and to the rim, going to the floor and laid it up and in, moving from left to right. To the left corner, Murray with two to shoot. Murray's got to fire up a shot in a hurry from the corner. He does, a three-pointer, it's good! DeJounte Murray switches a left corner three at the end of the shot clock, and the Spurs now lead 101-97. Schroeder wants LeBron, gets it to him. Dort has that assignment, and LeBron just spins and slams. <laughs> Spin and slam for the king. 
Lakers, as PK mentioned, in overtime. They beat the Oklahoma City Thunder 119-112. to 112. They didn't have Anthony Davis in that game. LeBron came up with a triple-double. He had that after three quarters, actually. And finished with 28 points, 14 rebounds, 12 assists. They dominated the OT. They won that 9-2. Um... Good rally late and a ridiculous foul in the final couple of seconds to give Oklahoma City three free throws and, and get that thing to OT. But they cleaned it up and wanted an OT anyway. Yes, they did. They are a half game behind the Jazz. Uh, other teams in the West, you heard the Spurs beating the Warriors there. DeJounte Murray had 27 points and 10 rebounds. Steph Curry with another shooting exhibition and hit a ridiculous buzzer-beating three-pointer, but it wasn't enough. The Warriors waiting for Klay Thompson to get back to whatever the, the next round of the Warriors is going to look like. It ought to be better than this as they uh, battle in the bottom half of the playoff contenders right now. Spurs beat them 105-100. Yeah, that's who they are. Bottom half. I would agree with that. Nuggets have lost four, three in a row, four out of five. The only win in that stretch is beating the Jazz. They got beat by the Bucks, 125-112. They were doing all right there in the first half, but the Bucks came out in the third quarter and took over and pulled away to a pretty comfortable win. Chris Middleton finishing with 29 points and 12 assists. You've been talking about Murray. He can't replicate the bubble. And uh, another game where he couldn't replicate the bubble, shooting 4-17. Yeah, I think the Nuggets have a star and a half I don't think Murray is I don't think anybody's going to be looking at him boy he needs to get himself on that all-star team obviously Mr. Jokic is just all that I mean he we didn't talk about it we had 50 the other night uh, but he's a phenomenal player but other than that you know they need guys to get hot and you're not sure they've got guys capable but they don't think they have the consistent level that you need that you define by as a star and you got guys who can score from time to time, but they're not, you don't know from game to game what they're going to do, which is why they're sort of a middle team here in the Western Conference. The Mavericks, are they the biggest disappointment in the West this year? Rolling along in 13th place right now. They did pick up a win. They beat the Timberwolves 127-122. Porzingis, Luka Doncic combining for 53 points as they beat the Timberwolves, who are the worst team in the West. Rockets get blown uh, up. Sure. Uh, Rockets get blown out by the Hornets, 119-94. Lamelo Ball, another big game, 24 points and 10 assists. You heard a highlight from him there in the uh, montage Yacht just played. As the uh, the Rockets go down to defeat, they're back under 500 again at 11 and 12. Yeah, we didn't talk about this because it was Friday night uh, when the Jazz played the Hornets, but Ball was very good on this one, and then he was very good on that one too. I was watching a good portion of that game being on NBA television. That's two games now that I've seen them. Don't watch a lot of Charlotte Hornet basketball, if at all, but I did the last couple of games here, the last few days anyway, and he looks like uh, he might be worthy of that high pick. Suns have won three in a row and six out of seven. They are now five games over 500. Fourth in the West to beat the Cavaliers, 119 to 113. Predictably... Devin Booker had a big game for him. 36 points, 8 assists, but they did it uh, shorthanded. No Chris Paul. He's out with a hamstring injury, and I always expect he's going to miss some games at some point. We'll see how serious this is and how long he is out, but for one night, they were fine without him. Yeah, don't discount the loss of Dario Sarge, too. Left ankle sprain. He's out. 
Bulls, Lori Markinen, out two to four weeks. A sprained shoulder. Sprained that in the loss to the Orlando Come on, Magic. pronounce it. I know you want to. I put it in there just for you. Acromio Clavicular. Good job. Oh, really? No idea. I don't know where that Acromio Clavicular joint is. It's in the top of your shoulder shoulder right now. You had a shoulder injury once upon a time. You know anything about the shoulder, PK? Can you help us out? It hurt. There you go. Bill Baino resigned with the Indiana Pacers, citing mental health as a reason. 58 years old, began a leave of absence two weeks ago. Uh, Now going to leave the club here and... Former UNLV head coach a million million years ago, right? He was, yes. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Kispert bounces to Timmy, cutting the paint. Finger roll up and in. A beautiful move from Drew Timmy. The foul on Harms, and Drew's headed to the free throw line. Bulldogs swinging around the perimeter to Suggs. Suggs pulls up for a deep three and hits it. All net Jalen Suggs. Gonzaga Bulldogs hold off a late charge by BYU, and they win the basketball game by a final score of 82-71. to Cougars fall to 15-5 on the year. They're 6-3 in league. They got down 15-2. to and never really recovered from that. Never could really put pressure on Gonzaga anytime they got into single digits. It seemed like Gonzaga just pushed it right back to 15. Gonzaga is 19 and 0 on the year and in the Gonzaga locker room they're talking about what a close game this was cuz this is almost as close a game as they played all year. They did have a 5-point game with West Virginia. But other than that, 11 and 12-point games are the next closest game they played. So, I guess they were sweating this PK. I don't know if they were sweating it. I mean, they're they're just really good. I can't speak for them, but I was disappointed with the Cougars. It looks like they were scared, intimidated, and frightened and all that stuff at the start. Just had no competitive fire at the beginning of the game. 19 turnovers, a big problem. Gave up a lot of uh, transition buckets there. Made it easy for Gonzaga. Barcelo led the way with uh, 24 points. Jalen Suggs was lighting it up for Gonzaga. He finished with 24. Yeah, Barcelo had 20, but... Uh, it was him and Averett and, and Loner and Johnson were the guys who looked like they weren't intimidated. Pretty much everybody else in my mind looked like they were scared. BYU is supposed to play St. Mary's in San Diego, but those games have been postponed during COVID concerns. Mark Pope said the staff will meet today and try to figure out who they could play, who they might play, who it's a good idea for them to play. So see if we hear any announcements out of BYU in the next Day or two, because otherwise they're looking at a, a long layoff, basically 10 days between ten days. 10 days, yeah. yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. It'll definitely motivate you. I mean, if you're, if you're, when you're a competitor and you get so close to your ultimate goal um, and then you fall short, I mean, it, it's something that will motivate you for the rest of your career. I mean, uh, it was a... It was a bad feeling in that locker room after the game. Uh, I mean, you don't want to have that feeling again. And so... Uh, uh, we, luckily enough, we'll have, we'll have a lot of the same guys back, um, um, and we'll, we'll obviously add new guys, and and uh, we'll, we'll set set the tone from the beginning of the year, beginning of the off season, um, that we have to be uh, better. We have to be better than we, we were this last year in order to, to go out there and win the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes, right there, going to motivate it. You don't want it to happen again, but it's kind of the nature of football. PK Tom Brady wins a lot, and he basically wins one year out of three, and he wins a phenomenal amount. So. That's going to be the last time Mahomes is in that situation. Yeah, I mean, that was all basically 
cliche. If you're a competitor, blah, 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 blah. You want to beat your grandma on checkers. This is going to motivate you. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, whatever. Longtime NFL defensive back Richard Sherman set to become an unrestricted free agent next month. Told reporters he hopes to play two more years and then retire. He's 33. He says it would take a miracle for him to resign in San Francisco. They got a lot of free agents, and of course, everybody's going to have cap space issues. And what are they going to do? Well, it's a 33 year old defensive back. So, my guess is he'll try to find somebody who's a playoff team who feels like they're one defensive back away from getting to the next level. But 33 for a defensive back, you're pretty old in the NFL. <laughs> Daryl Green would like to talk to you. Yeah, he's he's got to be Sherman's uh, go-to guy at this point, right? Anybody play longer than Daryl Green? George Blanda, as a defensive back. Yeah, Blando. He would he would only line up in the nickel. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Iowa State coach Matt Campbell has agreed on a new contract through the 2028 season. His new deal adds three years onto his current deal. He's a big coach, Big 12 Coach of the Year in 2020. As uh, they got to the Big 12 title game for the first time, they went to the first New Year's Six Bowl. So he's Coach of the Year for the third time in four years. He's got a big contract. What are the odds, PK, that he's still coaching at Iowa State in 2028? You want to handicap that? 2028, man, that's a good long time away. I don't know. I don't know the first thing about him outside of you know just his, what he's been doing on when I watch on television. So I don't know where he's from. I don't know what his aspirations are. Uh, I don't even know how old he is for that matter. I can go by what I've seen, but I'd have to look all that stuff up to see what uh, what what type of tie does he have to this area, which could help. You know, I've always said that if you're uh, one of these decent programs, but not a great program, I don't know one of the marquee programs in the country. You know, like Kyle Whittingham, he obviously had a tie here. Get one of your own, so to speak. I don't know if that's who Campbell is. Uh, Matt Campbell, 41 years old. He's basically an Ohio guy. He's in Iowa, so he's not uh, he's not that far away, but it's not that close either. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have looked that up. I don't think our listeners really care, but I know that's who you are. He's been linked to NFL jobs, so as much as it's college and get home and all that stuff, uh, is he going to get big money in the NFL? Yach just passed along uh, one more football note here that Marty, Marty Schottenheimer just passed away, and we knew he'd gone. Uh, all, he had been battling Alzheimer's, and he'd gone into long-term care there. So, Long-time NFL coach with uh, multiple teams passing away this morning. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Seven inning doubleheaders, PK. They're coming back for another season, and runners on second base to start extra innings will return. However, expanded playoff format will not return. Doesn't look like the National League's going to have the DH either. So there you go. A partial back to normal and a partial continuation of what we saw in last year's shortened season. Is that for the regular season? Uh, that's how I took it when I saw it, the report. Okay. I mean, I, I don't assume they're going to be playing doubleheaders in the playoffs, so I assume that was regular season. Not. I was wondering if it was for spring training, and then they were going to see how they went after that. I don't know. I'm asking that question, not saying that's what it is. Uh, yeah. I think it's regular season. Shohei Otani signs a two-year, $8.5 million deal with the Angels to avoid arbitration. 
What is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Jazz and Celtics tonight. We'll talk with Eric Walden, Utah Jazz writer for the Salt Lake Tribune, and John Corrales, host of Locked On Celtics, will join us coming up at 9.05, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 12.80 The Zone.